0: Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome back to another exciting episode of Late for the Party on Anchor FM. I am your host, Melodius. <laughs> what a little pause right there. Anyway, um, this is going to be a quick-fire review about Luke Cage Season 2. Man, I must say, wow, wow, wow. The second season was better than the first one. And as Cap actually liked how... It turned out. I mean, you know, when you become a overnight celebrity like Luke Cage, to where like you know you're getting caught up in the social media life and everything else, and you know you start getting this big head, to where like you know you're you're you know he's bulletproof and he's invincible, but one day somebody might come up and knock you off for of your pedestal, right in front of everybody, uh, in front of the world to see. So, I liked how, you know, he gets hit with grim reality, but also, I like how he you start seeing the blurred lines between being a hero and doing the right thing to being a vigilante and just doing, like, taking the law into your own hands. So... I mean, that was cool, and I'm not going to try to give you any spoilers because, honestly, you guys should be watching that, um, watching Luke Cage. Like, I'm happy that to see of, like, Luke Cage 2 actually getting, like, you know, I love Alfre Woodrow. I keep messing up on the Al- Alfre, the <laughs> Alfre and, like, she played a dope Mariah, um, Ma- uh, Mariah Dillard, and she was just awesome as hell, like, my thing is, if you're gonna, like, like, you know, like, we all were shocked after what happened with, uh, when Mariah killed Cottonmouth, if anybody, and no spoilers, but if anybody who's caught up with season one, they understand, because that was a complete, like, an unexpected twist, and it was crazy, like, she makes a very, very good villain, so, now, with all the stuff that's going on, and I love Bushmaster, man, like, Bushmaster, you finally give somebody a character that could give Luke Cage a run for his money, and honestly, it's, it like it was refreshing. I loved his story. I loved how his origin, his backstory, and also like because between dealing but with uh, dealing with like him and Luke Cage, they're almost like two sides of the same coin. It's just that one person had a bad. Day. Well, they both had bad days. It's just that they're both in very different parallel. Like it's almost like. It's almost like their roles were reversed. Like if... If... He... uh, If Bushmaster became a good guy... And Luke Cage became a bad guy. If if you see what I'm saying. But... I liked his story. I liked his premise. I even like how they included uh, Tilda... Who's... uh, Mariah's daughter. Who... Eventually... uh, Well, like I said... I'm trying not to spoil too much. And I like how uh, Misty Knight... Definitely has more of a, a pivotal role in uh, what's going on with the with the show. So, man, I'm shocked. I mean, it was that good. Of course, the music was awesome. I love how they incorporated a lot with you know. You see Ghostface, you see Rakim, you see KRS-One. I mean, I mean, it's just a ref- it's refreshing. I mean, so far, it's like with the Netflix stuff, I mean, they can't go wrong at this. Well, no, I'm going to back that up because Iron Fist wasn't so hot. And you know what? And honestly, I didn't mind Iron Fist. And oh, well, well, I'll say that Iron Fist does show up in Luke Cage season two. And I like how, you know, their relationship is starting to get. A lot more in tune due to the fact that in the comic books they were also a team called the Heroes for Hire which you know it might be a walking possibility if they do another Iron Fist 2 hopefully they'll finally get some they'll get somebody who was a better writer but if they don't you know skip skip Iron Fist 1 and move right on to doing a Heroes for Hire episode uh, series which you know, honestly, they can—they got a lot of avenues that they could take. So, either way, I'm—I'm I'm excited. I was—I was, I was very—I was very pleased with how this um, season went. And just like, you know, just because you're in, uh, invincible, doesn't mean that you're—well, yeah, just because you're invincible, that doesn't mean that you uh things won't hurt or things won't cut deep. And there's a lot of stuff that uh, Luke Cage goes through in this season, where you know it's it plays a serious toll. So you know, and it, even at the end, where it's satisfying, but then you don't know exactly where it's gonna go from this point. So yeah, man, it's it's crazy, dude. Like honestly, I loved I loved how everything went for this for this season so man all i can say is just keep on going man like whatever whatever the uh, netflix and whatever happens with this whole disney thing i mean who knows what's gonna go on with that anyway like is all the netflix stuff gonna go directly to the Disney uh, li- uh, streaming service, or what's going to happen? Like, we don't know. Like, it's still going to be a little bit of time because I guess they're all under contract with Netflix. But either way, I mean, if they're going to do any more, then let's see what happens. But man, I'm I'm happy about that. So either way, so my rating for so my rating for Luke Cage season two. I give it a solid eight uh, eight point five because not only it was better than the first one. There was more action. I'm glad that they actually gave him more definition in how he's dealing with the lifestyle of being public, like uh, like a known face in his neighborhood, and a lot of people like now he's like trying to struggle with. You know, being this face of the face of Harlem that he's supposedly now t- he's turned out to be, and I, like, but really, what really did it was for uh, Bushmaster and his back and his backstory. Like, I mean, he's like Bushmaster pretty much makes season two so awesome, and I love how. You know, like, I like how, like, the whole, uh, when he, he's in Harlem and then Bushmaster is like in his, and like his side of town where his fa you hear everybody in this side of town or his family speaking Jamaican or Patois. And it's like awesome. Like, it's refreshing and it's dope. And the music, I mean, geez, the soundtrack to, uh, um, Luke Cage now season two is just off the hook like you guys will not be disappointed so go ahead and check it out it's on netflix you can watch all 13 episodes if you haven't watched season one i implore you to watch season one before watching season two so you can catch up on what's going on i mean honestly and like do you really have to watch season one I mean, you if you want to catch up with the backstory, because also they would have to watch The Defenders. So if you just watch season two and then you want to go back to watching season one, then go ahead and do that. That makes more sense. So anyway, I know I had to hop. I know I had to hop, skip and a jump through like certain seasons just to understand what happened. And then I had to go back on it like, oh, so that's what I missed. But that's understandable. That's for me. Either way, this is the quick-fire review on Luke Cage Season 2. Like I said, I give it a solid 8.5, which is a good watch, so check it out. Anyway, this is the quick-fire review on Anchor FM. I am your host, Oh, well, quick-fire review on Late for the Party on Anchor FM. Anyway, I'm screwing it up. Anyway, this is your boy Melodious signing off. And as always, y'all, never, ever be late for the party.